Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Drinks with Allie podcast, where we're talking everything from red, red wine to pina coladas. My name is Allie, and I'll be your host today. Today is Monday, March 1st, meaning today is a mixed drink Monday. And I am so sorry, guys, for also missing Friday's episode last week. Do you ever just have one of those weeks where everything gets away from you and nothing really seems to be going right? I definitely had that one when it came to the podcast last week. But for today's episode, which is episode number 30, we are going to talk all about the pina colada. (laughs) Since it's part of our opening tagline, we should probably talk about it at some point and, well, sooner rather than later. So whether you like the song or it just gets stuck in your head every time you hear it, this episode is for you. So let's jump on in. Ah, the pina colada. So often associated with tropical vacays and sunscreen. Does anybody else feel like that? Or is that just me? I don't know, maybe coconut and sunscreen just kind of go together for me. 100% this cocktail gets a bad rap amongst cocktail connoisseurs. And it has to be the epitome of the blender boom cocktails synonymous with poolside bars and booze-laden cruises. Like so many other classic cocktails, the pina colada is definitely seeing a renaissance and even a new style of being made. After some history, I'll give you both the classic and bl- the classic blender recipe and the new, much lighter version, as well as some pop culture references and a couple of variations. Alrighty. So, historically, the pina was developed and, well, debuted in 1952. Realistically, there was probably several months of development that went into the creation of this drink. So, as much as you want to say 1952, development probably started in 1951, but who really knows? We just know that 1952 is when it debuted. It was first mixed, or blended, by barman Ramon Mero. Marrero Perez, sorry, my Spanish is not that great. Mostly we speak French as a second language up here, not Spanish. So um, while Mr. Perez was working as head barman at the Carib Hilton in Old San Juan, Puerto Rico, um, for several decades it enjoyed being a star of the Caribbean until sometime in the 1970s when bartenders started... um, kind of stealing the recipe and started substituting cheaper bottled mixers for the fresh ingredients and serving it in those giant oversized hurricane glasses that we know today. However, in 1978, Puerto Rico did claim it, um, the pina colada that is, as its official drink. And in 2004, the hotel, so the Carib Hilton, was presented with a proclamation by Governor Sila Calderon, celebrating the drink's 50th anniversary. And if you go to the hotel, there's a plaque outside um, commemorating it. It's still there, probably will be for quite a while until there's another anniversary. So interesting pop culture facts. The uh, So pina colada is literally Spanish for strained pineapple. So that's kind of cool. That's where it gets its name from. In the U.S., the pina colada is celebrated every year on July 10th. Seems like a perfect time to be drinking a nice frosty glass of coconutty beverage. It's been the main subject of three separate songs. So obviously there's Escape by Rupert Holmes, aka the Pina Colada song. The, do you like pina coladas? 
and getting caught in the rain. Um, jazz icon Chuck Mangione released a song also called Pina Colada um, on one of his records. Interestingly enough, both of these songs were released in 1979, which is super bizarre that they came out in the same year. At least I think it is. Maybe that's just me. Uh, there's also a Garth Brooks hit called Two Pina Coladas, um, which was released in 1998. So definitely more of the country strain. And I can't remember the, how that one goes off the top of my head, so I won't bore you with more of my terrible singing. Alrighty, recipe time. This is the reason why we're all here, right? We want to know how to make these guys. So the classic recipe, a.k.a. the blender recipe. So first things first, grab your blender from the back of your cupboard. Make sure it's nice and clean and in working order. Into the uh, blendery cup part, like the part where you put everything, uh, we're going to dump in one and a half cups of ice, half a cup of frozen pineapple. I've totally used fresh and also tinned pineapple before. All good. Frozen is just easier to work with. Um, but if you're like me and you don't have like the world's greatest blender, I don't own a Vitamix or anything like that. So uh, fresh is a little easier on my blender to use. To that, we're going to add two ounces of pineapple juice, one and a half ounces of rum, and one ounce of dark rum. So, sorry, white rum, one and a half ounces, one ounce of dark rum, or two and a half ounces of white rum. I've done it both ways. There's not a huge difference. Maybe the dark rum has a little bit of extra sweetness to it, but not by a whole lot, guys. So you're probably okay if you just want to use the white rum. And then we're going to add two ounces of cream of coconut. Coco Lopez is a brand that most recipes recommend, probably because it was kind of developed for this drink. But straight up, guys, I just use whatever brand I can find in the grocery store. It's usually a red can with black and white writing on it. Um, there's not a lot of coke, or sorry, and I can't even usually find cream of coconut. I usually co use coconut cream. And we'll talk about that um, at the end of the podcast. All right, so then we blendy blend all of our mixture up until it's nice and smooth and a little bit frosty. Should take about 45 seconds to two minutes, depending on your blender. Again, if you have a Vitamix style that's going to be able to crush up the ice and the frozen stuff, it's going to go a whole lot faster than if you are using an older model or one that's not as great at breaking up the ice. So then we're going to pour our thick concoction into a glass. Um, typically, we want to use a hurricane glass because that is what it's generally served in. And this recipe will likely fill two full glasses. We're going to garnish it with a slice of pineapple over the rim and maybe add a maraschino cherry to the mix as well, making it look nice and tropical and like we're going on a fun vacation somewhere. Now, if you're looking for the new, less blendery, but still super tasty, modern, updated recipe, um, this one's for you. For this version, we need pebble ice but if you're, and a hurricane glass. But if you're like me and don't have access to a machine that makes pebble ice, so pebble ice is like little pellets of ice, you can use crushed but not pulverized ice. So to do that, you're going to take a hammer and wrap some ice in a tea towel and you're just going to bang it on your counter until you get like some shards. Um, you don't want to pulverize it completely and make like ice chips. You just want to crush it up a little bit. 
So then um, once we fill our glass with our pebble ice or our crushed ice, we're going to grab our shaker and in there we're going to add two ounces of light rum or white rum, one and a half ounces of that cream of coconut, one and a half ounces of pineapple juice, and half an ounce of lime juice. And we're going to add some regular ice to our shaker and we're going to shake vigorously. Again, remembering that's about 20 to 30 seconds, depending on how hard you shake. And then we're going to strain it into our hurricane glass filled with that ice. Again, to garnish, we're going to add that slice of pineapple and maybe that old cherry again, because it's got to look tasty. Remember, we drink things with our eyes first, and then we drink them with our mouth. So we always want our drinks to look really pretty. That's why uh, often when you're served a drink or cocktail at a bar, it comes with a garnish. It looks really nice. It comes in a sleek piece of glassware just to make it look really, really awesome. So some variations on the pina colada include, obviously, the virgin pina colada. So you're just going to omit the rum in this one. And personally, I would say that it's probably best in the blender version versus the kind of shaken version. Um, I would think that cream of coconut, pineapple juice, and lime juice is probably not going to make the greatest tasting drink if you're not having that rum. Uh, there's one called the Lava Flow, which is half blended pina colada and half blended strawberry daiquiri. Sounds awesome. And I feel like you could probably make a similar concoction with the two shaken versions. Um, you just won't get the layering like you do with the blended cocktail. Um, so then we also have one, and I think this one sounds really funny. So it's called the Staten Island Fairy, which is just equal parts pineapple juice and Malibu rum or any coconut flavored rum that you happen to have. And it is a quick and dirty version of a pina colada if your bar doesn't want to splash out for expensive things like cream of coconut or a blender. Then there's also um, the Blue Hawaiian, which adds one and one third ounces of blue curacao to the blender version. So you would take your um, doo -doo -doo, cup and a half of ice, half a cup of frozen pineapple, two ounces of pineapple juice, two ounces of rum, two ounces of cream of coconut, one and one third ounces of blue curacao, and you're going to blend it and it's going to come out really nice looking. Um, I have done that one also making it shaken um, with that recipe and it does come out really, really nicely as well. So you can do it. It just takes a little bit of work. And you can use the blender recipe to make a um, shaken drink. Just use fresh pineapple and you can omit the ice then. Um, and you just have to shake really, really hard in order to get it all to blend. So just a note on coconut cream versus coconut milk versus cream of coconut. Um, they're all kind of the same thing, but the main difference is in consistency and a little bit in the taste. So coconut milk is made by simmering equal parts water and shredded coconut. So basically it's like making simple syrup, but with coconut. Um, so you would simmer it until it kind of gets its flavor and then you strain it off. Coconut cream is made by simmering one parts of water and four parts of shredded coconut together, and then again, straining it off. Cream of coconut, on the other hand, is a sweetened version of coconut cream. So you would, I'm assuming, add an equal measure of sugar to your four parts of shredded coconut and your one part of water. 
Um, I would probably do like one part water, two parts sugar, four parts coconut. That's just my personal thought on how you would make that. There's no definitive recipe that I could find for making it online. Now, if you're making a pina colada and you only had access to coconut cream, don't worry. This is how I have to make them because this is the only thing that I have access to. Um, I've never in my life seen cream of coconut anywhere. Um, I've always only ever seen coconut cream and everywhere I've worked has only ever had coconut cream and we've just used coconut cream and a little bit of simple syrup. So if you're making, um, your blended pina colada, I would just add say a half an ounce of simple syrup to the mix when you throw it all in the blender as a lid of a sweetening agent, just to kind of give it a little bit of sweetness and make sure all of the flavors are there, um, Otherwise, it's going to be a little bit off balance. But like I said, you can totally do any of those coconut-based recipes with coconut cream. Just add a little bit of sweetener to them, and it's fine. Also done a virgin drink that's coconut cream and a couple of juices, and it tastes fantastic. And you don't miss the sugar at all. So don't worry. You're all good. So with that, guys, we'll wrap up another episode. I hope that the pina colada song gets stuck in your head as much as it does mine. And I hope that this gives you a little bit of confidence in going out there to try and make a pina colada because realistically they are super delicious and they don't have to be as terrible as those poolside bar, booze laden cruise, blender bender drinks that we've all had. So if you'd like to leave me a message, whether you're looking to leave me a question, a comment or a show topic idea, you can do that in a couple of ways. You can head on over to the website. And you can look up podcast number 30 and leave me a comment right there. So that's this podcast um, page. And the website is drinkswithally.com. You can also hit the contact form on the website and send me an email. I'll get it. It comes right to my email box, right to my phone. I will see it and not to worry. You can send me an email directly if you don't want to go through the website. And that would be drinkswithally at gmail.com. So d-r-i-n-k-s-w-i-t-h-a-l-i at gmail.com you can also hit me up on all of the social media platforms instagram facebook twitter uh, miwi tiktok tiktok's a big one Pinterest, and spotify um there are two spotify playlists going up this week um, so look for those they are excellent And like I said, you can send me a direct or private message on any of those platforms and I will get them and I will respond to them. So with that, guys, fill your glass with something tasty. We'll talk soon. Cheers, everyone.